Do not afraid, be not afraid appears some 70 times in the NIV. Now, of course, this doesn't even include such variants as fear not or do not fear. But you have to wonder what God is talking about here. Do not be afraid. Do not fear. And yet, there's something out there that wants to grab us. That fear is there. It wants to choke us. It wants to power us. It wants to give us reign over the things that we don't want to have reign over. The command, do not be afraid, more than not, is followed by an action. So therefore, if God says, do not be afraid, he just doesn't leave it there as a, as, with a period. He puts a comma there and finishes it off. For example, in Exodus 14, 13, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. And in Deuteronomy 3.22, Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God himself will fight for you. Joshua 10.8 Do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. And in Luke 12, 32, do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. When God says, do not fear, he's telling us not to be discouraged, but rather to be encouraged. And several times throughout the Bible, it's stated, do not fear. And we need to be reminded of that time and time again. We need to hear it over and over again. It needs to be pounded into our hearts and minds. And our challenge is to start believing it. After all, if God is for us, who can be against us? When the Bible tells us do not fear, it means that we are not to allow anxiety or other things to rule our lives or to take root in our hearts. We are not to be the people of panic. We are to be a people of faith. God's command not to fear is applied in several ways throughout the Bible. And when we allow fear to come into our lives, when we allow fear to take over, it becomes challenging. In 1 Samuel 15, 24, Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. He feared the people. He obeyed their voice. See the situation we run into? We fear people when we should be thinking about God. John 9, 22, his parents said these things because they feared the Jews. The Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be the Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Fear. Oh, it's all around us. It wants to grasp us. And there's that sense of fear that makes us afraid. 
See, God will help us, though, from our fears. But you have to grasp onto God. You have to reach out to Him. And He will tell you, do not be afraid. If you have a sense of fear in your life, there's probably that sense that there's a black cloud following you around in your daily lives. And you don't want that black cloud. You don't want that fear. You want God's love. You want God's patience. You want God's peace. Typically, Jesus will finish the command what he will do for us. Couple more examples. Isaiah 41:10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. See what God will do for you when you give up your fear? He says, I am with you. Isaiah 35, 4 says, Be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come and he will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Be strong. Now, I do know that a lot of people in the world, there are two sets of mind strengths, shall we say. You have the strong-minded. You also have the weak-minded. And at times throughout our lives, at least I know through mine, there are times when I have a strong mind, and then there's times when I do have a weak mind. And the reason my mind becomes weak is because I'm not focusing more on God, but rather on the people around me. And when we focus around the people around me, the storm comes looming in and pretty soon settles above your head. And it seems like everything is going wrong. You need to overcome that fear and realize that God says, I am with you during the storms. Saw this cute little cartoon where little Snoopy, he says, uh, the top part says, uh, the devil says, beware of the storm. The storm's going to overtake you. And Snoopy whispers back in the devil's ear, I am the storm. You see, with God, we can whip up our own winds against the devil. We can counter his forces by the help of God. In Deuteronomy 31.6, he says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. It's important to know that do not be afraid is not a suggestion. It is a command. It is a command from God. He says it many times in the Bible. Do not be afraid. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear. 
God created us. Therefore, he has planted the spirits of love, of power, a sound mind inside of us. But then we have all these other forces around the world, that fear that's trying to overtake us, that fear that's trying to make us afraid, that fear of uncertainty. Do not be discouraged. Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Whether here at Buffalo Lake Lutheran Church or in Sisseton or in Florida or London, it doesn't matter where you are at, God will be with you. God reiterates it in 1 Chronicles 28.20. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord God, my God, is with you. Do not be discouraged. God wants us to come to him in our sense of trial and tribulations. We should never be afraid. The moment we're afraid, we're giving in to fear. We don't want that fear. We want that fear to get away from us. Once we realize that God is with us, that is one of the ways that we can conquer fear. The Bible says in Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Jesus is there for us to help us out. Do not be afraid, but trust in God. In Psalm 56, it says, Whenever I am afraid, I will trust you. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? And that's some of the problems that we face in life, is the flesh. Part of it is our mind. Part of it is the people around us. That is why it says in the Bible, don't hang around those who will bring you down. Don't hang around the naysayers. Don't hang around negative people. And for many of us, we probably do because we don't want to create any waves. We don't want to create any issues. We try to tolerate them as much as we possibly can, and yet God says, keep a clean mind. Keep a clean spirit. Don't hang around those type of people because they will bring you down to their level. We need to go up to God's level where God wants us to be. After all, remember one thing. We're not going to live forever down here. We're only here for a short period of time. Our eternal home is up in heaven. So is it more important to fear man? Or is it more important to love God? 
if you fear man, when you die, where are you going to be at? But when you love God and you die, where are you going to be at? We need to seek the peace of God. We talked about that last week about peace. My peace I leave you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives it, but as I give it to you. Let your heart not be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. The love of God is so awesome and wonderful. His peace. We need to fear and love God. Now, there's a different type of fear that's being implied here. Fear of God is not being afraid, but of reverence. We give God reverence, as we sang in one of the hymns this morning. We revere God. then we can be filled with love. And if you have love, if you have true love inside of us, you don't have to worry about fear. Why? Because it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. You can't have it both ways. You can't have love and fear. You have to decide. Love is more important. God is more important. Fear God instead of mankind. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Oh, yes, the fear of God. We give him reverence. We give him glory. We give him honor. God is so awesome. And you know, in a sense, you could probably relate to it like if you've ever met anybody who is really important, say the president of the United States or maybe even the governor or you know somebody that's higher up, and when you first see them, you probably have a sense of fear. Because it's a sense of reverence, because we're, we're, we're lifting them up. And it's an honor to be in their presence. Thus, when we have God, we fear God, we're going to have a sense of fear because it's going to be somebody who we hold up in esteem in our lives. God is awesome and great. And he says, be strong and be of good courage. For God is with us. We love God. We want the peace. We want to be strong. We want to have that courage. Every day when we wake up, we are faced with decisions that we have to make. Hopefully, they start out with praying to God. Because when you're faced into an issue, David had a lot of prayers that he gave to God. He realized where his strength was coming from. Just read through the Psalms. The strength, the courage that he had to be strong, realizing where his power came from. 
He says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. As we leave here today, we, we're, we're in a church building here. and we're, There's a sense of peace and quiet and calmness. and We all are here. Then we get on the road and we start heading home. Then we get home and then tomorrow we, some of us will go to work. The whole cycle starts all over again. The common denominator of all that has to be God. You've got to have God in your lives. You've got to have Jesus Christ realizing that he gave his life for us because our sins, our fear are so great. It's tough for us to overcome them. And the only way we can do it is to Grasp on to him. Grab on to his branch. Grab on to his roots. And let that power sink in. Let that courage sink in. Let that peace sink in. Let that love sink in. We have a tendency throughout our lives to feel sorry for ourselves. Has anybody ever done that? I know I have. You feel sorry for yourself because it seems like maybe nobody likes you or maybe everything is going wrong. What did we just talk about? We talked about then that becomes the flesh that's ruling our lives instead of God ruling our lives. And I know it's easier said than done. We're saying, yeah, it's it's. Not, it's not so easy to overcome the desires of the flesh to not feel sorry for ourselves in a situation. You don't understand what I've been through. Oh, but God does. God understands. He's been here. He's been in an earthly body. He has known the emotions that we face. We cannot say that God does not understand what it's like to be in our shoes because he has been in our shoes. And he tells us, do not be afraid. Once we realize we don't have to be afraid, you can be at peace. Be afraid of nothing. What can they do to us? The devil can try all kinds of things, but I want nothing to do with him. Every day is a struggle. And every day I would look to God and say, God, give me the strength to make it through today. Give me the courage that I need to make it through today. Give me the wisdom that I need to make it through today. Give me your love so I can pour out my love to other people as well. Allow me to be positive, Lord. Give me that positivity that you have that I can share with other people around me. You know, the funny thing about it is I've had people come up. I don't even realize I do it, apparently. But I've had people come up to me and say, you know, you're, you seem to be always positive all the time. You always seem to be upbeat. And I'm thinking in my mind, wow, I don't always feel that way. But sometimes I do put on a facial, you know, I, I try to be upbeat even if I'm not up, upbeat. 
Because if you feel upbeat and you talk about being upbeat, that actually makes you feel better whether you realize it or not. Once you tell other people you're not afraid, you actually all of a sudden say, you know, I am not afraid. How you portray yourself to other people comes back at you. Because God is back here giving you the strength to get the job done. The Spirit of God is at work around us. The Spirit of God is so powerful. Latch on to it. And you will fear no more. Do not be afraid, God says, for I am with you. Amen.